0: everyone welcome to the Enneagram my name well, never mind welcome to Enneagram U with Damon and Kelly where we explore the mysteries of human personality and help you learn more about you whether you're a skeptic or an enthusiast together we'll take you on a journey of self-discovery using the ancient wisdom of the Enneagram this is Enneagram U Hey, everyone. Welcome to Enneagram U. My name is Damon. I'm here with my friend, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hey, Damon. Kelly, here's how I'm feeling today. Okay. Anticipatory.
1: Okay. Is that a word? Well, I think it definitely is.
0: Well, recently our team was in a brainstorming session about the upcoming uh, season of work and... I have no idea if we can do any of what we talked about. So I'm not nervous, but I'm not super excited either because I have no clue. Yes. So I'm just waiting. Do those we-
1: kind of meetings energize you or do they kind uh, of drain you or Um,
0: they energize me. Good. Typically, yeah.
1: Yeah, which would why mm-hmm. be why you'd have some anticipation yeah. of what's to come.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, through the years as I've been in those types of meetings, I learn how to set my expectations. And so um i like that brainstorm i'm able to brainstorm and not have any problem and not have to you know solve everything right there and i can yeah. walk away thinking much of this could go forward and much of this may not go forward mm-hmm. and i'm okay either way
1: yeah kind of hold it loosely yeah because i as an eight when i'm you know in those uh planning meetings in the years past i would have been like having just uh okay here's the game plan for how we're moving this forward and i feel like with just trying to have some better boundaries just mm-hmm. like okay open hands um I don't have to charge ahead. It's very nine of you. Yes. I want to lean into that nine wing. Yeah. It's very helpful. How are you feeling? I am actually feeling energized. So I think I just kind of finished a season that's been full and busy and then, um, you know, getting over a cold last week. And Mm -hmm. so I'm finally feeling like back to myself. Good. Because we energized.
0: Yeah. We launched last week with season two. Yes. And here we are. Second episode already. I know. Very exciting, and it's
1: happening. And
0: we are going to. uh, We're talking about relationships and the Enneagram.
1: Yes, that's our focus for this. You know, next uh, chapter. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And. So how do I get out of this conversation? I mean, really? You're in it, buddy. And we even think we might have someone crazy enough to come on this show. Yes,
1: I told you. I know you were skeptical that we'd be able to get people to come on, but the people that I am talking to, they are very excited. Mm -hmm. So, And I think, yes, we have a one that will be wonderful to uh, share. I I think think by
0: the time um, that person's done, we'll have changed her mind. I will. (laughs) (laughs)
1: right we'll see
0: we'll see if we can talk them out of being the one Yes. put some doubt in their mind no that's all great I'm glad they're coming on because people need someone else to listen to and that is good All right, well, where are we going to start today? So, yeah,
1: so we're going to just jump into uh, the ones. The one number. The one number. Okay. And just talk about uh, just kind of an overview of how ones are in relationship. And then even if you're not a one, you're going to be relating with a one. So what are some of the ways that we can relate to ones to have healthy relationships? Because I think, you know, the reason why this is going to be such an important focus for us is relationships are crucial to our Individual well-being, it helps us, like we said last time, with our emotional intelligence, that social awareness. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would say probably all of us have probably a one in our life. Do you have a one in your life? Well, I
0: think he's a one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I have a few ones Mm -hmm. in in my life. And so you know, the challenge, I think, for the one is that ones, again, they are the good person, uh, but they can struggle with um, doing things the right way or focusing on being right. And I heard once uh, Richard Rohr, who has written a lot on the Enneagram, says that for ones, ones have to recognize you can either be right or be in relationship, but okay. you can't be both.
0: So what you're saying is doing things the right way can be a negative thing.
1: Mm-hmm. If it gets in the way of relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. So we're going to explore, explore that. When we say right, does that mean... Mm-hmm.
0: Perfect, or is that kind of the definition of right? And it's got to be a little subjective on their yes, side. It's what is right? Definitely subjective. How I to think, do something right.
1: Yes. You know, underlying, I think there's probably that striving for perfection, mm-hmm. uh, but also just uh, right how they might see it.
0: Mm-hmm. Right um, and or good.
1: Yeah. Right good. Kind of go good, together. Mm hmm. Exactly. All right. But, you know, the ones uh, and and really the beauty of what ones brings to our relationship uh, when they are in that healthy state, they are so much fun. They're very relaxed and charming. Um, Now, they're always going to do a good job, Mm -hmm, but they're going to be that friend that you can rely on that, you know, when they say they're going to do something, they're going to do it. Yeah. Um and so they are just such great friends. Uh but again, the struggle can be just that tension of if something is like right or good versus the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, or if things don't ever feel good enough.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so do ones have to kind of back off on that is what you're saying. Like uh I mean, if I'm a one, I want it to be right. Mm-hmm. I want it to be perfect. I'm doing a project and I want it to be excellent. Mm-hmm. And that may that standard may be too high for mm-hmm. all the other numbers. Yes. So that's what happens there.
1: Yeah, and so for a one, really recognizing for them uh, that they're just going to come in to any and every situation, and their initial view is going to be, "How do I make this right, better, good?" Okay. And and yet for them to be able to know that it's not that they can change so much how they see things, but it's more about how they need to manage what they see. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it actually does. It's really Mm -hmm. good. Yes.
0: (laughs) I just stopped like, what?
1: Okay. That was a mic Mm -hmm. drop moment. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like what they do with what they see.
0: Okay.
1: Um, You know, and being able for them um, to just a really great uh, question uh, is, um, you know, being able even to have some of those boundaries of what is mine to own here? Uh, What would be the best in this situation? So again, let's say if they were coming in and I don't know. We'll just use an example. If maybe uh, a one is coming into a situation with their friend and they don't feel like their friend is doing something the right way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, ones, because they do come in and see how things should be, ones have to watch not being overly critical or trying to improve their friends and so having to ask themselves okay what's mine to own here um maybe having a conversation with that friend of like hey i'm noticing some things are you open to some feedback versus a one might just come in and go well here's what you need to do
0: oh ones are fixers
1: yes mm. mm-hmm.
0: look out yeah. and yeah i've had some of that in my life mm-hmm. because that's a nice little wing of mine
1: Yes, <laughs> the one.
0: Yeah, so you want to just fix, fix? I, I do that. I go right mm-hmm. into fix it mode. Someone brings yeah. in a situation. They tell a story. They might even just be telling a story to uh, for entertainment's sake, or yeah. for hey, I just wanted you to know this, this is interesting, and I'm fixing it. Right. You know, they're like, here's well, what re- needed to happen or really, should happen. I just wanted you to listen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like oh. this is just fiction. This, this is, is no, this isn't a problem. <laughs> See, it wasn't just right, so I thought it was a problem.
1: Yeah. Well, and you're right. I mean, part of a one's coping is to find things that need to be fixed, Mm -hmm. you know, because they just maybe feel purposeful in that. And again, they do such an amazing job in our world coming in and making things right, making things better. But when it comes to relationship, they just have to have that boundary for themselves to say, I've got to choose the relationship over trying to fix or trying to be right or to try to improve this person. Okay. And so some of that also is that ones need to try to lean into that acceptance of others. That again, you know, we say different isn't right or Mm -hmm. wrong, it's just different. Right. And I think a one would go, oh, that's really hard to, Mm -hmm. maybe it's not hard to say, but it's hard to practice. Right. Yeah, because they are just able to easily find fault Mm -hmm. in self and in others. And that really destroys relationships. I know I've been in relationships, uh, you know, as I look back, maybe not necessarily knowing that person was a one, but... Like looking back and seeing, oh, okay, that was probably, you know, we were both in unhealthy places. And, um, you know, this person who was doing things the way they thought was right. And of course, here I'm as the eight, Mm -hmm. not knowing that at the time, my way or the highway. And so that doesn't work together very well. But I think if I was in that relationship today, it would be more of a conversation, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like, hey, the relationship is more important than it having to be my way or hopefully for that person the right way. So how can we come together? Mm -hmm. You know, how can we have that empathy? How can we have better communication instead of digging in? Okay, um, so if
0: you're a 1 and you're working with an 8, I mean it could be any number, mm-hmm. if you're holding that standard too high for the other individual, whatever that standard is, that could be in getting in the way.
1: Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, simple, you
0: know, simple for our listeners, yes, not simple for me, but I, I know. get it. yeah.
1: Yeah. Much of these things sound simple in theory, but in practice, they take a stretching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would say, too, if you're in a relationship with a one, just recognizing that part of their makeup is trying to make things right and better because we want to have that empathy for them, Mm -hmm. too. So, you know, we know relationships are a two-way uh, street yeah. okay.
0: here. Um, I was going to say I'm about to break the podcast here. Uh, so you're uh, you're in a conversation with a one, and now you're going to tell the one, "Hey, you're trying to hold the standard too high." I mean, mm-hmm. like that's a tough conversation because yeah. the one's going to be not wanting to hear that because they want it to be right. Like, sure, hey, this doesn't have to be that good. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does.
1: Right. Or well, this
0: doesn't have to be perfect. Oh, yes, it does.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where that empathy is there, mm-hmm. like of being able to connect. And, you know, I've heard it uh, said, you know, we need to connect with people before we step into trying to correct or try mm-hmm. to fix. And so even being able to name that and say, you know, if, again, as we're maybe friends with someone who is an Enneagram one, maybe they know it, maybe they don't. Maybe that's where we invite them to listen to the podcast, yeah. you know. Um, but to be able to say, like, I know that, like, within you is that desire to make things right and good and better. I just need you to know that, like on the other side of you, which is the question we're answering, that that just feels like criticism mm-hmm. or that just feels like it has to be your way. And can there be a place that we can come in the middle? Right. Because that's the other thing with the relationships. How can we come, you know, in the middle and um, find a common ground, even though it may be different?
0: How does that land on a one who is all about perfection or mm-hmm. being good and finding out? maybe they're not good by doing that and that's kind of what I was trying to say before Yes, did it poorly but well and that is a great point
1: because you know for us as the friend of the one Mm -hmm. we need to recognize that they have this keen sense of um, being able to see criticism and so even if it's that you're trying to do it with like good intent and positive affirmations Mm and you know, all of those different things, uh, really trying to word that in a way where they feel loved and cared for, mm-hmm. um, where they're not being criticized. Well,
0: you did it very well right okay. there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that your words were great. I was trying to pretend I was a one, which yes. wasn't hard to do. And then I'm like, how would I receive that? <laughs> Wait, yes. you mean I'm not good? Yeah. Oh, no.
1: No, you are good. Yeah. We're just different. Right. Yes. And, you know, and that brings up another important point when we're in a relationship with a one, uh, that there's probably going to be some areas of conflict Uh, And conflict is one of those things that, again, all of us probably have been taught destructive conflict. We haven't really necessarily been taught constructive conflict, how we can move forward in healthy conflict together. But, you know, remembering 401, they really value when someone is willing to partner with them and moving things forward to make them better. And so I think, you know, what we have to realize for all of us other numbers is being able to communicate to the one, hey, I'm in this relationship with you and I want to work on this together. Mm -hmm. I think for some personalities, like probably the eight and the three would just be like, Forget this, I'm right. out. Uh, but maybe for the um, like the two and the six and the four, uh, maybe the seven, they might lose their voice with a one because they just want to go along and not have the conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be able for all of us to be assertive, my thoughts and feelings are just as important as yours. And so, you know, the key I think with the one is being able to say, "Hey, I have a different perspective here, but I want us to work together. Like, mm-hmm. I want to work with you for resolution." Um, and I think that okay. means a lot to the one because again they so often feel like they're the lone rangers and making the world a better place
0: okay yeah that's a great takeaway everyone mm-hmm. so working with the one um remind them that you're in it together and you want to do this as a partnership whatever this is and yes and they'll more likely come along,
1: yeah. And you know the other things that ones really do value is being appreciated. So so much of what they do, we may overlook or they may be um, you know feel like just when they've made one thing good, then there's so many other things. And so really, just having those ways of appreciating them, whether it's words of affirmation, also like ones really appreciate like the thoughtfulness of a card. It doesn't have to be extravagant gifts, but you know, just to be seen and appreciated um, is very important.
0: You're right. wow.
1: And uh, one other thing, I would say for the one, um, just for those of us in relationships with the one, um, that ones can be sensitive to um, teasing.
0: Ah, interesting. So, yeah.
1: Um, And so I I see this dynamic a lot of times, um, you know, when maybe let's say, for example, a seven, uh, you know, Uh I'm around a seven a lot uh, that, you know, for sevens, they can tease many of the other numbers, but for a one, it kind of can hurt their heart. And I think sometimes because maybe behind joking, there's a little bit of truth. And so for the one, it might feel like "Mm, that stung. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That answers some questions for me. Okay. I'm sure it answers some questions for other people too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you know somebody that's a one.
1: Or the one wing probably too. The one wing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like to be teased.
0: I'm yeah. great at teasing. Sure. Um, and then, which is awful of me. Uh, but yeah, I think I have a harder time taking it. Mm-hmm. Than, than giving it for sure.
1: Yes, and we just know that about yeah. Yeah. self. And to to be able again with empathy, um, when we have a friend who is a one or a one wing, to be able to just go, you know, I'm gonna step back on the teasing because mm-hmm. that may that may cause injury mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now going on talking about then ones in relationship. So this is for the ones who are listening. Um, you know, the ones need to recognize that not everyone's going to feel the same way about being corrected or encouraged to seek improvement. And so instead of maybe the one coming in and just thinking, oh, this is what I need to do. This is the right thing to do. This is how this person needs to improve. um, To be able to, again, connect with that person, maybe to even ask uh, in some way permission, Mm -hmm. um, you know, of like, uh, maybe if, Uh, Let's say, for example, um, I'm thinking of like how self-disciplined a one is. Um, And so ones love to help others be self-disciplined. And so a lot of times ones can actually push that onto people. But, you know, being in relationship, there may be a conversation then that the other person says to the one like, oh, I just need some accountability in that. Ones are great. I was
0: say, uh oh, is yeah. all, all, all well, I was going to say.
1: <laughs> just to know when yeah. you do have a one as your accountability person, they are going to, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to follow up. They are going to hold you to that. Um, but just to see that again. Not everybody looks through that lens of like wanting to be self-improved or wanting to be corrected, um, you know, and just, again, recognizing um, that four hundred and one, uh, so often ones, you guys are amazing and responsible in uh, so many things. Just, I mean, their life really, they see life in terms of responsibility and work. Um, they mm. are reliable. They are trustworthy. But also for ones to have to watch because they tend uh, to overdo things. And not just overdo, but overthink, Mm -hmm. um, over evaluate, over plan. Okay. And so, with it, there is also this taking too much responsibility for others in their lives, too. And so, this is where for one to be able to recognize some boundaries and just to say, okay, I'm only in charge of my yard. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and if people invite me to, you know, uh, invite me in to help maybe with some, strategies or whatever i can do that but right. let it be an invitation don't make it a i'm jumping in your yard to make you better mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah mhm
0: so it's a little bit back to connection first
1: yes yes that's okay. right mhm and you know also i think for one i would say uh just really embrace the word gracious uh you know the one sees things in black and white so it's good and bad um and so that oftentimes doesn't lend itself at least at the first uh, start to really have graciousness Mm -hmm. and so being able really to extend grace um, and even when others don't see the things the way that you do or how things you think should be done that still this is a person this is a person who is different Um, and I think that lends itself I think also to acceptance you know that you know accepting your way isn't the only way that Mm -hmm. there are many ways Um, also accepting that Things can be good enough. Ouch. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, again, and we're not asking ones to go to the whole opposite end of the spectrum of like, well, let's just be, you know, irresponsible and don't ever do anything right. Or, hey, I might... Walk into a situation and see improvement, but I'm not going to say anything, because that would be more of that passive aggressiveness. Mm -hmm. Um, Just to really ask, what is good enough?
0: Right. And maybe overthinking the statements that are coming in. You're saying that it seems like they may be sensationalized just a bit. Or they're mm-hmm. extra sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're over-evaluating and over-thinking things, mm-hmm. if some, if they're trying, to, yeah, if someone is saying, "Hey, we can lower the standard a bit, and it's still going to be great, and everyone's going to get along in relationship, and we're all going to win," yes, and one should maybe just kind of hear that, mm-hmm. and but not take that to the point where, well, then I'm never going to do anything good again, right? I'm going to shelve my gift of making things better. Exactly. We're we're not saying that.
1: No, but that would be a really great self awareness, you know, because again, that's going to probably bring up some frustration, some irritation, aggravation, annoyance. Um, And and again, those uh, are feelings that aren't right or wrong, but it's what we do with those feelings. So Mm -hmm. that's where I encourage ones then to process their feelings in a healthy way so that it doesn't, go in and become that passive aggressiveness. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think a lot of times for ones and even the ones in the head triad, the five, six, and seven, um, rumination is really easy for them to just get into like ruminating on what they said, what they did, what should have been better. And so when you find yourself overthinking or ruminating, just to let that be a, a pause moment for you to say, okay, I'm having some feelings here. Right. It doesn't look like feelings because it's you recounting everything you just did. But what you don't see is underneath the overthinking are feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, feelings like, oh, um, you know, maybe feeling like a failure or feeling disappointed or feeling uncertain or feeling scared, like whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. And so being able to have that pause just to say, okay, let let that be an indicator what am I feeling?
0: So this is intentional thinking about yes. how I'm feeling and mm-hmm. not just going from day to day or moment to moment, letting your feelings pull you around and yank you around in Mm -hmm. life, but to stop and kind of challenge those feelings.
1: Yes, yes. That that's going to help you as the one to move to acceptance. That's also going to help you to be on the healthy side of the one versus the unhealthy that You know, could fall into the Mm -hmm. anger or the passive aggressiveness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, you know, as we talked, uh, the whole purpose of looking at this is helping us to continue to grow in our emotional intelligence. And so by you knowing what you're feeling, processing those and being able to meet someone in the middle to have a relationship, I mean, that just definitely helps you to have better uh, emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm.
0: And you still get to do good things Yes, be a good person. Be the
1: best version of yourself that you can be. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I would encourage for uh, the one is um, just even personally making time for rest. You know, because you think about, uh, you know, some of those challenges in relationship happen when maybe when we're hungry. Mm -hmm. or when we're tired and so uh, just being able to have that good self-care and and not maybe entering into some difficult conversations if you're tired you know setting yourself up for success Um, and then we'd also want to just tell the ones uh, that you are really good you are enough just as you are and you know I know that that can maybe cause a one to roll their eyes and you know uh, maybe you know fight against that, but did really that is roll. the truth. I yes. rolled my
0: eyes. Did you see that?
1: <laughs> I did not.
0: <laughs> I did, but like, I know
1: that that can be a common, Like, I'm oh enough, my, yes. yes, but really mm-hmm. knowing that that is true, and then right. it's from that place that you move and and continue to do and bring good into the world. But I think if ones again try to make things better because they want to try to be a good person, that creates that lopsidedness. Okay, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm.
0: Very cool So if yeah. I am uh, if I had to say something To the ones I would say um, Focus on connection yes. And graciousness in yes. your lives Over trying to fix people first mm-hmm. But remember that you're great at that You're yes. great at making things better And you're great at accountability mm-hmm. And make sure that you rest And know that you're enough
1: Yes, I love that Great summary.
0: Just be enough. Just be enough. You are enough.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, wow. Great, great, Kelly. And so is it next week that we have a guest?
1: Yes. So next week we're going to have a guest who is a one.
0: I don't know what to do. We'll need another microphone. It's
1: going to be so exciting. Mm. Yeah.
0: Maybe I'll just give them my microphone.
1: Yeah, that could happen. Mm. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely need you to be part of the conversation. <laughs> oh, no. How quickly you want to give the microphone away. Yes,
0: you can have it. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, yes. everybody, for joining us on Enneagram U. That's the name of it, Enneagram U. I almost stumbled over that. And I hope that you all have a great week. We will see you with a guest next week. And uh, have a great day. Bye,
1: Kelly. Bye, Damon.